Welcome listener to The Big Red Couch and our fourth and final Gen Con 2022 report. Our roving reporter Craig is coming in from some hotel room miles above the surface of the earth to give us the lay of the land on this the ultimate this is the, the actually the day after the ultimate day of Gen Con among the detritus and debris of the uh, the event itself H- how's that going for you Craig um is it is it like post ultimate is that even a word i i don't know peri ultimate um, yeah, yeah. peri i mean that just sounds like a character name yeah, it does. Perry Ultimate. <laughs> they, they probably picked their own name. It, it has that kind of Max Power vibe to it. Mm. Yes, I am sitting high above Indianapolis at quarter past six in the morning. So it's still very dark out there, and there are the lights making it all look, make it all look pretty and scenic and, and and empty. Which certainly that last one definitely describes large chunks of the. Uh, Indiana Convention Center at this point in time, because holy crap, does the con get dismantled quickly? Hmm. I'll do the rundown on, on on yesterday. It was was my last opportunity to go crashing around the the vendor slash exhibit hall, lightening my wallet. I have purchased no games this year. What? At Gen con. Sacrilege. And a little bit, yeah. Not gonna lie. There were a few games that I did actually wish to purchase. But of them that were variously not released yet, stuck up in production hell, or they just sold out. And you had already purchased. Yeah, I had already purchased and was just waiting. Uh, and and yeah, I've got the PDFs, but that's not quite the same thing. Uh, we all know mm. it. Yes, there were yeah, various things that are just stuck on boats somewhere in the world. And everybody's hoping that at some point they will arrive at a port and not just disappear beneath the briny deep. Hmm. But I did buy myself a plushy tentacle, because who does not need a plushy tentacle hand puppet? And a nerd shirt, which was basically the, you know, the, the, the very classic um, Le Chat Noir image, except in this case it's like seated at a gaming table and it's got some polyhedral dice and a character sheet. Right. So you've definitely gotten yourself on a list somewhere. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, I suspect the French government has some very harsh, um, harsh thoughts to say about me at this point. And I mean, I travel on a British passport, so that's fair. That seems reasonable. Mm. <laughs> I think they are allowed to dislike me for that. I also have a New Zealand passport. I am allowed to dislike them for certain international issues. So it all balances out. It's fine. No, we never let that one go, folks. <laughs> you, don't, you don't even have to ask. Yeah. Yeah, New, New Zealand as a culture has still not let go an underarmed bowling incident that happened in New Ze- in, in cricket in the 80s. We, we, we're lovely people, but we bear grudges on stuff, man. It's, it's mm. just a thing. Hey, that's what we call a national identity. God, it's just shit we're annoyed about at, at a cultural level. That is our national... Oh god, that is so much yeah. more accurate than I want it to be. Mm. Oh wow, yeah. yeah. Um, there was an interesting article about New Zealand's sense of humour being preferenced around. Certainly, the one that's being come emerging internationally pre- is sort of preferenced around acknowledging and coping with New Zealand being a bit shit. Hmm. That's a pretty good article. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, yeah, I c- I can see it. 
Of course, that's not an ethos we subscribe to at the mighty and unstoppable Big Red Couch podcast. So, yeah, I, I don't know what they're talking about. Who can tell what, what, what the lesser entities think, Ben? I mean, really. <laughs> okay, this view is definitely getting to my head. Just look at them moving around down there like ants. Either that or it literally is just a tree blowing in front of some lights, it, and it's not people moving around. Could be either thing. It's actually a very long way away. So, yes, I did not purchase any games, but I did play one final game, and that was Stealing Stories for the Devil from Monty Cook Games. Obviously, I investigated this game because of the name because when mm. you see that on the list you're going to look or look away because it might away. take on other forms yeah <laughs> oh sir you laugh but um mm. <laughs> so no the short version is people who can lie to reality so tell a person yeah you totally remember me or we are the droids you're looking for tell a big heavy rock actually you're just an agglomeration of gravel or or lie to the past sort of mm-hmm. check you know check your schedule we are in there yeah we are on the list you know you wrote us on the list a little while ago doing a heist in this case we were trying to steal something from the british museum and i stayed quiet because people's impression of the british museum when i think only the gm and myself had visited was hilarious <laughs> It has a train station now. Also a helipad on the roof. Cool. That one might be true. I, 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 I can't rule out that one. And, and a bunch of armed guards. Again, I'm, 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 not, I'm not sure on that one, but it was, it, it, it was a melange of sort of British museum, but also quite a lot of American museum because we are in the States and it is not reasonable for people to know what a British museum is like. Weird Smithsonian vibes. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Yeah. The whole thing ended up a little bit night at the museum, but we'll, we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. So, Stealing Stories for the Devil is a game that I I do want to find out more about because the you know the shtick the, the shtick of these are people who can lie to reality doing a heist. Okay, the backstory, the setup is that in the thirty third century, pretty much the whole universe has been explored, and so humanity starts figuring out how to explore other universes Mm, okay one of these ships runs into trouble out there um they're not entirely clear what went wrong and has to turn around and come back now about a third of the 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 hibernation pods aren't working and so a bunch of the crew was asleep but some of them couldn't be and so when the ship 500 years later gets back to earth the crew is made up of the the sleepers those people who were in a pod and the scions, the descendants of the people who there wasn't space in the pods for, who've been mm. soaking in weird extra-dimensional radiation for 500 years and have right. developed powers to lie to reality. The other guys kind of do it cybernetically. Right, and th- those powers are probably just acquired as a normal process of getting around in, in their uh, environment. Hmm. And then the ship gets back to Earth and finds, yes, okay, it's back to Earth, but it's back to Earth in the 21st century. It can't get back to the 33rd century. Hmm. And it thinks that's because there are these weird reality distortion things occurring on Earth. And so it is putting together teams to send down to basically steal and get rid of the items causing these reality distortions on Earth 
in the hope that once they're all gone, it'll be able to jump back to the 33rd century. That is a lot of setup and a lot of quite complicated setup for a game. Apparently the book comes with this full sort of multi, I think it was something like a 12 adventure or 12 heist storyline, which Hmm. goes a lot into explaining all of the bits that happened. So I am interested in finding out, okay, I'm assuming that sort of starts to explain why that backstory is so complicated and so convoluted to to get us to this point. But it was a very enjoyable game. It flowed very well, and making up characters... It was sort of one of these, you can make up the characters at the table immediately before playing the game, which is not usual in my experience at Gen Con, but it's always nice when you find a a system that is fast enough that you can do that. Hmm. Okay. And the rather elaborate backstory... Did it make it difficult to engage with what sort of character you were playing? It just you, it was easy to pick a thing that you could do and yeah. go through the, that process? Because you're mostly picking yeah, whether you were a sleeper or not. Mm-hmm. Um, what sort of, effectively, what sort of liar you are. What aspect of things can you lie to? And then mostly just kind of figuring out, well what's my role going to be on the team? And then picking skills and stuff based on that. So I went with the muscle because a bunch of people had gone in other directions and everybody needs something hit or moved. There's always room on the team for a goon. A little bit. And as it was when we're sort of trying to figure out, okay, we don't have a hacker. How are we going to deal with the security system? There's all these guards watching watching the screens. And it's just like, we, we don't need to deal with the security systems. We just need to stop the guards from pressing the button. And... We we can just hit the guards. Right? This is this is a solvable problem. We have everything we need, assuming we can get through the door. Hmm. It's fine. Um, you know, let's let's. We, yeah, we don't have to go anything more tentacle than I am going to punch you, and you are going to fall down now. This is an easy problem to solve. The increasing visitations by Romans, Picts and the increasing uh, night at the museum kind of vibe of things as the reality distortion really kicked up a notch. That got a little bit interesting, but hmm. we we solved it. Yeah, I was wondering what the um, the obstacles would be for people who can just tell reality to, to fuck off. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. And it sounds like a game that people think, we like history and things about with cool backstories. We'll make a game where you're deliberately engaging with some those sorts of objects. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of a, okay, so we plan out the heist, then we do it while the GM keeps throwing, and something goes wrong. Cards into the mix. Mm-hmm. After a while, you learn to dread seeing one of those little suckers go across the top of the, uh, the GM screen, but, um, you know, that's just a thing that happens. Okay. Yeah, it was it was a fun game. Um, I know there is a an like an, I'm not sure if it's an Ash Can edition or a Quick Start edition or a Taster edition, um, sort of that is downloadable. So I'm going to do that and take a look and see what else I can figure out about it. Hmm. So yeah, that was the game. Hmm. It sounds like the sort of game that you definitely the gym at least has to have their head entirely around to uh, to keep it going. It sounds like a yeah, it definitely benefits from yes and mm-hmm. sort of GMing, so that's a thing. But yeah, no, yeah no, it's, that's fine. You'd want to have your input. You'd want to have your improv hat on. 
Mm. But also, I've, it's more of a, I've immersed myself in the, the, the story and the function and the, the uh, mechanics of this game. Not a, let's have a crack at this sort of thing. Yes. Tiny bit intimidating. Other games are a little bit more sort of, oh yeah, we'll try this on for size. This one seems, you probably need to inhabit a bit more. Hmm. Which is fine. That's a, there's always space for things like that. Mm. And so that was the last game of the con. It ended a little bit early, so I got to do a little bit of wandering around um, to yeah, say goodbye to some friends, one of whom appeared to have bought most of the vendor hall based on the <laughs> the, the, the sort of full bellhop trolley of stuff um, oh, that no. they somehow managed to fit into the boot of a car. I was I was genuinely impressed. There was a lot of space in that thing. Hmm. And presumably the, the the sort of the, the car park valets are pretty good at that sort of game. Hmm. So yeah, caught up with friends, caught up with with some different friends. And like I said, I mean the con once it once it ends because it sort of officially ends at four, things shut down fast. Like there were people, yeah, there were sort of people packing up their booths as people were still filing out of the vendor hall sort of half an hour later you could see them going after go, going after the backing people rolling up all of the bat their 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 banners and starting to mm. dismantle dismantle display shelves and everything it it happens quick and simultaneously yeah similarly on the outside you've got sort of they're 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 stacking the chairs and picking up the tablecloths and all that kind of thing which is kind of a bit melancholic and sad because you know you've been building up to this thing for almost a year and it's been four days of awesomeness and then wow this thing is disintegrating before my eyes here well the, the folks in the vendor hall have probably that that limited window to do what they need to do and then every mm. month after that is is something that they're either paying employees for or you know taking time away from the rest of their lives so yeah it's all gonna shut get shut down and rolled up mm. yep and yeah, certainly by yeah by about five, you know, I, I did run into somebody who maybe I recognised, maybe I didn't. Do you get a lot of that with something this big? Like, did I run into you last time? I don't remember anymore. And it's Friday, so nobody remembers anything anymore. <laughs> uh, sort of talking about the open gaming at the various hotels scattered around uh, around the the dead downtown area. But I just started realizing, okay, you know, I, I, I was sick just before the start of the con. I'm still kind of drained, and it's just, I am done. I, I just mm-hmm. do not have anything left at this point. I went and had an early night instead. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Much as I would have loved to. Mm. But, yeah, the, the spirit was willing, but the flesh had absolutely no energy left. Mm. Okay. No, that does make sense. Mm. So, a successful expedition and another another Gen Con in the books. Indeed. The I have had my vaccine wristband thing, which is kind of based on a hospital wristband kind of deal, worked surprisingly well. I expected to have to get another one at some point during the convention because I didn't think it was going to last. But okay. that thing still looked pretty much pristine on you know at the end of Sunday when I was trying to figure out how to take it off without actually having access to a knife because I'm in a hotel room. Um, and I got it on Monday. Okay. So it is hospital grade. Yeah. Hmm. I eventually managed to worm my hand out from inside the thing without breaking it by, like, levering it with the pen uh, from the hotel room because 
yeah, there was nothing I was going to do that was going to be able to break that thing that wouldn't first, like, cut my hand off. So... No gnawing the limb off. It seems a little overkill for a wristband. Like, I could have just wandered down to one of the bars or something and asked if I could borrow their lime-cutting knife or something, but... Mm. Was it specifically for Gen Con and to reassure people that you had had your shots? Yes. Um, you, in order okay. to, yeah, before doing anything else, you had to go and show ID and um, proof of vaccination, and then they would give you the wristband. And if you didn't have both a wristband and a badge, you were not getting into any of the spaces that Gen Con controlled. And they did oh. occasionally have somebody wandering around checking sort of badges and wristbands. So that was... That bit of the system worked very well. Apparently, mm -hmm. the once the con got crowded, the actually getting your wristband system seemed to go off the rails. Right. Because mm. it was in one room, and they kind of had the had the control, the, the crowd control barriers snaking back and forth, but the room just wasn't big enough. So at one point, the, the line led out of that room and wrapped all the way around the floor. At least on one day, multiple people, it seems, took it on themselves to try to do crowd management, but didn't, didn't cooperate with each other or even communicate with each other. And so that ended up in a bit of a furball. In hindsight, I suspect what they should have done is either either taken the approach that, okay, so the vaccine wristband thing is going to be at least as crowded as the will call line, so we kind of need to handle it like that, or just had multiple stations kind of scattered around the outskirts so there wasn't everybody in one place, because that didn't mm. work very well at all. I got mine on, like, the Monday when they were just set up in a corridor somewhere for the very early arrival crowd. So I was mm. fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I think there was some issues about people. I think it was Gen Con. There was, there was people about people impersonating staff members on social media and all sorts of fuss about that. I don't know if it was, it would have it carried over into the, um, the space itself or just people attempting to ruin people's, um, attendance and enjoyment by sniping from the internet i don't know if anything Ugh. crossed over i didn't hear about that was it what, what sort of thing can you remember what sort of things there were uh not not responsibly off the top of my head and it, it might have been a different convention to be honest but it could well have been gen con it's probably it's usual usual shitty people bad behavior kind of stuff from what i recall but yeah it's the uh I did not have research to actually discuss it here, but I'm glad it didn't sour anyone experience that you were, you were, uh, you'd talk to. Not to the best of my knowledge. I think, yeah, everybody I talked to seemed to be having a good time. They were exhausted. Mm. Yeah. I think the one it's person happened. I ran into who, who wasn't having a good time was, as near as I could tell, some poor guy who'd come in from somewhere in Scandinavia, but just had this absolutely appalling head cold, Possibly with some extra stuff because he had kept having to leave the game and find a bathroom. So mm. he was he was flat out not having a good time. And mm. I have I I have experience with the getting sick while at a convention and it is no fun at all. He kind of left before I could say, "Hey, if you need to find a hospital, there is this one." Um, please tell me you have medical insurance. He he was he was gone at the end of the game. So mm. Mm. could couldn't do much there. Such is life. 
hopefully he makes it back okay. If you are that dude and are somehow listening, um, good luck to you, buddy. Yeah, I mean, it suck to be on holiday and get sick at the best of times, but yeah, that's, uh, mm. that's not ideal. Alrighty, so that will be our... This will be our final report from Gen Con 2022. I'm sure we can do a, uh, a later recap if uh, if there is a need to do so. But yeah, we will be uh, returning to our current off-air silence for a bit. This was just an opportunity to catch up and uh, tell folks about what's going on. It's uh, I know a lot of sort of organisations do Gen Con stuff, but this is just more of an insider view of you know somebody travels halfway across the world to try and get some damned gaming in. So I think it's worth talking about for a little while yep and yes i'm i'm going to try to ride the enthusiasm to 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 to, to get gaming of some sort to happen some online gaming or some some Mm. something or i'll set up a mirror and i'll dice in front of it while crying i don't know i'll I'll come up with something that last one got weird and dark not gonna lie (laughs) um put a a page on itch.io it'll be perfect (laughs) (laughs) oh god yeah the game you can yeah you you can play in your bathroom mirror while sobbing yeah clatter <laughs> so thank you very much for listening everybody uh, I I hope these things have been in some way entertaining informative I'll settle for coherent mm. and we will catch you at some point when we figure out what big red couch second edition is going to look like until then keep gaming stay safe. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you when the next time happens. Expect us when you next hear us. That Yeah, I'm definitely not cool enough for that line at all. That's just not working. <laughs> ah, well, keep working on it. I'm sure it'll come around. Okay. All right. Bye, all. Bye. Want to hear more of our shenanigans? Then go to H-O-A-R-D-E dot net and click on the button that looks like a couch. The Big Red Couch is released under Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 Unported from creativecommons.org. All music on the show comes from the album Universal Fluff Theory by Krakatoa. Visit them at krakatoa.com or follow the link from our page. See you next time!